0: Was popping, was popping, was popping. Welcome, Nikki and Moose. I'm Nikki, that's Moose. What's up, Moose? What up, y'all? And on this episode, we're gonna be talking about the business of online communities, everything from community versus memberships, what platforms to be on, everything that you need to know. Also. The importance of goals and how they are your goals and not like the latest trends the top influencers goals like just your goals we're going to be talking about that creating a platform that sheds light on your own beliefs a look into pharrell's new netflix series voices on fire and then we got a new style of the question of the week you asked for it and this is where you get to know a little bit more about us moose how we feel about this episode
1: man i'm super excited y'all won't believe uh what happened in the rare moments towards the end but uh i'll let y'all check it out let's
0: get into this intro
1: two kids from queens cut from a different cloth now joining forces helping you to elevate your personal brand yeah i'm talking about nikki and moose bringing you a never before seen perspective into the mindset the mentality the behaviors the driving force but more importantly the stories behind the people and brands that you know and love the most
0: And of course, this episode is powered by Ecamm Live. Whether you're streaming, recording, podcasting, presenting, Ecamm can do it all. And they're working on some really, really dope stuff. If you stream on Instagram Live, I can't say too much. I can't say too much, but they're working on something really fire. They're always doing some new, innovative stuff. Plus, if you go, uh, if you do a lot of Zoom meetings, Google meetups, Whatever it is, it makes you look professional, look amazing. Everything from video isolation, audio isolation, overlays, playing videos. Just get Ecam. You hear us talk about it every week. Go to slash ecam That's E C A M M for that 14-day trial.
1: Hey. Well, shout Moose. out to Ecam yet again.
0: Yes, of course. How you feeling?
1: Yeah, feeling pretty good. Um, things are well. Had a pretty good week. Yeah, this week was 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 pretty good. Um, but not not as uh, not as crazy. Yeah, last couple of weeks have been pretty pretty jam packed. So this this last week was pretty good. Well, this week, the week that you guys are listening of, this week, this is this a good week. week. This is a great week. This Go is ahead. a good week. Um, yeah, and I started t- started tapping into a new book. So I I think I mentioned it once, saying that. For anyone who subscribed to Spotify Premium, you now can listen to audiobooks as part of your subscription. Right? Mm-hmm. Did, I, did I tell you that? Yeah, did I tell it you did. That? And it's oh, it's, it's okay. made me gotcha. it's
0: made me think about it. And I'm like,
1: hmm. It's just nice to have everything in one place. You know, like I know maybe for some it's like I don't have the discipline to cut off music to get into audiobooks, et cetera. But I think it's a, it's a cool little, it's a cool little feature, right? So anyway, I have been tapped into uh, Patrick Bed David's book. Mm -hmm. Uh, This one is called Your Next Five Moves, The Art of Business Strategy. So I am about a little bit more than halfway through now, but I was really surprised to see how much time he spent talking about self-awareness. Like Mm. the beginning part of his book was strictly about self-awareness. Now I understood the, aspect of what he was going toward, but the part that I really resonated with was this idea of making sure that your goals are actually yours, right? This is the time of the year where people are thinking about New Year's resolutions, maybe not so much New Year's resolutions, but they're definitely in the goal setting mode. But we also talked about this is a time where most people are giving up on their goals just because it could be not going according to plan or whatever the case may be. But he gave this example of some people, are meant to be more present with their families. They don't want to make certain sacrifices. And that's not a bad thing because that's what's truly fulfilling for them. And maybe they're making a certain dollar amount and that's perfectly fine. But the issue is when that person tries to pursue the dreams of the person who wants to take over the world and become the next Elon Musk, and he's struggling to do that and wondering why it's not matching up. So, Mm -hmm. It was it was a, a good reminder to really check your own goals and ask yourself, like, are my goals truly mine? Or did I borrow them from someone on the internet who was talking about what they want to do or what they want their life to look like? And then you felt like, hey, that's that sounds like something I should be doing too, because you're pretty passionate about it. So I'm right. just gonna go for it. So so I think it was a good way for me to be reminded that you don't have to go after everything that your friends are going after, quite honestly, like I know we say the closest five people to you, et cetera, that's cool, but it's just a great reminder to say, make sure your goals are yours because the quickest way to lose sight of your authenticity is to pursue goals that are somebody else's as your own. Mm. And then you, you realize like, wait, I'm not, I'm not fulfilled, even whether you're achieving them or not, in either case, you're not going to be fulfilled. So that was just a, a, a big, big lesson for me and a really good reminder too, like to say, Hey, just, Make sure you're, you're keeping that front and center around. Your goals need to be yours because they're in alignment with what you want, with your value system, you know, et cetera.
0: That's so good.
1: Oh, yeah. well.
0: well, I mean, th- that goes based off, like, if you don't truly have direction, you're looking around, you're going to grab somebody else's direction.
1: That's good, too. Absolutely. I mean, yeah.
0: so, and, and, I, and I think also that's not that that bad because you have to go through some things to know what you honestly want if you if like mm-hmm. if you're just jumping into business no true background no understanding and you're like okay I need, I, I need to start at making money let me, this person does this let me do this okay cool that's why mm-hmm. some people become serial entrepreneurs and then they realize ah, it's, it's not, not it's not me. really is. it's not really yeah. it I don't this laundry mat is a little bit too boring for me. Never mind. Never
1: mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now I'm convinced. The worst, the 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 only bad thing to do, honestly, is doing nothing. That's like that's like the the only bad thing to do because it's like you're just sitting there. You're not exploring. You're not gaining any le- lessons. You're not figuring out what you don't like. But if you don't know what you want, it's just as good to realize the things that you don't want as it is to get closer to the things that you do want. But, but to think that it's going to come to you magically as you just sit there scrolling, chilling, watching Netflix, it doesn't happen. You have to get out there and, and, and wrestle a little bit with some certain concepts to see, all right, after the new car smell wears off, am I still into this thing or, or is it time to make a move? Am I, am I questioning my, my presence here? So yeah, that's, that's, that's a, that's a, a good way to look at it too. Like don't don't just wait like get get engaged in something
0: you're gonna get it wrong half the time then one time mm-hmm. it's gonna get it right and be like oh okay here we go
1: it's mix up yeah, yeah it's mixed up
0: so at least for me um this has been an interesting week because i didn't have a voice majority of the week
1: yeah crazy.
0: majority of the week uh i didn't go I didn't go live on Monday. I didn't go live on Tuesday. I didn't go live on Wednesday. I didn't I hardly did any kind of content. I have no voice. Um, but I actually was one fun thing I did, I practice what I preach, right? So if I'm saying, hey, AI is supposed to help us with our content, well, I have a I have no voice. So what can AI mm-hmm. do for me, right? So I, I did I did some fun, like uh just grab my phone tripod pretend well not pretend i didn't have a voice you know show different places where i didn't have a voice and and like me going into eleven labs use cuz they have this new feature um what is it professional voice um i don't know they have a new professional voice cloning there it is right where the first tier you just like clone the voice but the second tier which is the creator tier you can professionally get it done and when i tell you it's kind of impressive Solid. yeah yeah Bro. yeah it was it got a lot of people if you go in my comments and like yo i could have never like if you didn't say anything mm. i wouldn't have known that was that was that so uh eleven labs you doing your thing Um, And I may have to use you for some other thing, because now I'm instantly thinking about um, if the voice is dope, then I I also got Hey Jen, which like clones you and then I could create community content. I don't don't necessarily see myself making uh, public content too, too often because authenticity and realness still is needed on my profile, at least. And really to most people. But for community content, email, stuff like that, type some things out, get Hey Jen yeah. and eleven labs to do it. It sound that's good. Yeah, it sounded crazy. Maybe Isaiah could drop drop it real quick, pause this video, um, or I'll give it to Eddie to pause the, the video audio, hear it, uh, so you you know what I'm talking about. But it was really yeah it That's was awesome. impressive it was yeah, so if y'all haven't cloned your voice, uh I know some people are scared, blah 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 blah, okay, great, great for y'all, but I'm not so uh, eleven labs is that that tool that wasn't what the lesson that I wanna learn, but I was just sharing a really dope thing that I did now, I watched uh did you see on Netflix a uh, voice of fire mm so, uh, shout out to Pharrell. Can we hold on? Can Thanks. I'm just let me clap it up to Pharrell because what isn't this man doing? Can we talk about that?
1: Yeah, yeah uh, no, no, for real.
0: So, he executive produced this Netflix uh, series. He just announced having a Lego animated biopic. He's like head of Louis Vuitton. He did a Montclair collection. Like, what is this man not doing? He still kills it in the music situation. So shout out to Pharrell. Now, what Voices of Fire is, is really dope because it's like um, a competition for gospel singers, right? They're, they're making a choir, which I believe uh, Pharrell actually used in his like albums and things like that and some of his songs. But they showed the making of the actual choir. And it was in Norfolk, Virginia. and So, which is wild because nothing really happens in Hampton Roads. But he is, Pharrell is making more things like Something in the Water, uh, was the festival. There's a lot of more entrepreneurship stuff happening here. For those who don't know, I do live in, in the Hampton Roads, Virginia area. So, it, it was It was crazy to see that he created like a reality TV competition here in Hampton Roads. But this is what, what I loved about it. One, there was so much diversity in there because when you think of choir, you instantly think black people, right? Right. They made sure they had, white people. They had Filipino. They had uh, mix. They had pretty much everybody disabled. They had a chick who could only hear from one ear. They had a dude that only had one arm. They had somebody who literally lost their life, came back. Uh, uh, The storylines that they created for this choir was amazing. Right, so the the thing that popped out was one. Pharrell is extremely good at using his platform to show good, meaning to show good of a city, a state that doesn't necessarily get love. uh, Besides the, you know, besides the few entertainers that have done amazing, right. No no downplay on them, including himself. But he wanted to show more of what the city does, right? So he uses his platform for that. He uses his platform to spread more of about, you know, his beliefs, right? He spread, he, he uses his platform to share his art. This is where, like, yo, I'm in a good spot. Let me put every everything that I believe and that I represent on let's do that right so to see that particular series happen from you know just people trying out hearing their stories hearing seeing all the the inclusion that happens and kind of the final product that was it was it was just wholesome it was just wholesome mm-hmm. stuff and I'm like and like yeah. I said Pharrell's like extremely undefeated right now. Like, there's there's Mm -hmm. nothing that this dude is doing wrong. So, yeah, shout out, shout out to to Pharrell. Shout out to those people who watch the series. If you haven't watched the series, it's really it's just really good and wholesome. So, yeah, Voices of Fire, I think that's what it's called. They coming. He he was like, yo, we're doing an album and everything. So, oh wow, yeah, 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 it was fire. Now I will say, there's this new series that I want to watch, which is called Griselda, which is based off of a drug lord situation. So more shoot 'em up, bang bang Hmm. stuff. Okay, on the way. It's it's number one on on the charts right now (laughs) on Netflix. So uh, best believe I'm I'm going to watch. I don't know why I love drug lord stuff. Why? Don't know. Don't. I have no clue. I live the gated past life situation. Gated li- No, I don't we past life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, <just> like, <laughs> it's like in another lifetime you, right, was, uh, there, you know what I'm saying you was out I, here There with has the, to be there has the to moves. be like a real
0: yeah. deep meaning of why Nikki loves uh mafia and drug lord stuff. That it excites me. I don't know why. It's just hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'm telling I'm telling tellin', uh my girl like, "Yo, we're gonna watch this. She's like, of course, another, another drug lord thing. I'm
1: like, yeah. Here it comes again.
0: Yeah, yeah, we can learn so much. We they survived this much and made so much. How? No, don't yeah, don't judge me. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. Um, I do got a question for you. I do mm. got a
1: question. Okay.
0: So, um, this may this may be uh. It probably won't be an after-show thing, but it may continue. I don't know yet, right? So, uh, slight plug, uh, patreon.com slash Nikki and Moose. Just go to Patreon, type in Nikki and Moose, join uh, our Patreon for $4 a month. That's like 13 cents a day. If you really rock with us, if you're listening to to it right now, watching us, go join Patreon. You feel me? Well. But, um... Have you been noticing the shift of content?
1: I have, I have. Before
0: I set it up without me saying anything, what have you noticed?
1: So I realized that, and I, I don't know if it's just my, my sentiment about the platforms or what's going on, but I feel that people are not engaged in the same type of content that they were, you know, usually into before. I can't like put my finger on it, but I just feel like they really want the real raw, uncut emotion and update of what's happening. They don't want too much of... I don't know animated, highly produced, whatever the case may be. So that I'm, that's one thing that's super sticking out right now. But in some cases, I'm also seeing that the highly produced, especially stories, mm-hmm. are are also taking off. So, mm-hmm. uh, and I think we we both follow this gentleman. Is it is it Ricardo? I, I forget his name, but Roberto? I know like his Roberto. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. His videos, I mean, every time he does something like the one where he was like talking to his younger self and all this stuff, I'm like, dude, you absolutely crushing it with highly produced storytelling. But I think between that and just real raw uncut, that's where I'm noticing is, is, is the shift right now.
0: Oh, that's a, that's, that's a fact. So, yeah. So I I, I was pulling up his, his account right now. Um. So that's, that's the thing I actually want to talk about, like how everything kind of repeats itself. So Mm -hmm. if if you don't know, Isaiah is probably going to put on the, the, uh, the screen as far as Roberto's video, but what we've been seeing lately and what I think is going to take a lot of weight from people is before, it was extremely highly produced content, the flashes, the sound effects, the, the um, overlays and everything like that. And you were like, yo, how am I going to keep up to it? Even if for me, I'm like, okay, I can't do all that. I like sound effects, though. I like the sound design situation. The flashiness and changing my backgrounds and everything, I'm not with that. Now, pop-up of a GIF, a random uh, movie clip, all day. Cool but what a lot of creators and I think when there is too much of something there is going to be a shift quicker than we think so people grabbing their phones again is something that people are seeing great results in just going straight in not even no necessarily zooms in zoom outs anymore uh are doing amazing as as long as it's. But I'm what I'm noticing is longer content are starting to get a lot of love.
1: Good point. Yeah.
0: So it's not a point. seven seconds, ten seconds. uh It's really starting to be sixty seconds, ninety seconds, th- three minutes. You know what I mean, like, mm. so pay attention. I'm not. I'm not going to go too too long on this. Uh, it may, it may continue in after show it may not, but pay attention to what is happening and it, oh, it will always go back to the foundation of just hitting record and saying your message, showing what you're doing, because that is what people really create, well, really relate to. And I think that's what happened where. When you do all the flashy things and when other people try to do it, it's not relatable now. I can't, it's too much happening. Whoa, you got my attention, but do I really retain it is is the question. Now yeah. people are asking and wanting relatable content to be able to retain it. So pay attention, people, pay attention.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, anyways. Uh, we got a new creator of the week. Air horn again. Whoa. Whoa. This one is uh, Logan Robles. I think it says Robles. R-O-B-L-E-S. If I said it wrong, I apologize. Um, he is a streamer. He has been catching my attention on TikTok for a minute. And the reason why is because of how he literally shows his vlogs in a very even though it's not the the flashiness that we were talking about it's very quick fast cuts of his whole day so he'll show mm-hmm. the coffee he'll show getting into his tesla he'll show uh streaming he'll show but then sometimes he'll just talk to the camera show his desk talk to the camera like the way that he's learned how to show his day in a very interesting way is so dope. And he he literally, because of the way he does that, gets brand deals to go to C- CES from phone companies, from more tech companies. It's, it's just really dope to see. This is an ex- not an example. This is a, one of his videos that also caught my attention just from a simple message.
2: Stop putting yourself in a box and start creating the videos that you actually want to make. I get it. Certain videos get more views than others. But let me ask you a very simple question. Why stop innovating? You got to this point because you tried new things and figured out what worked. You need to constantly reinvent yourself and make the people interested in whatever you're interested in. So,
0: yeah, Logan is dope. I just I just like in watching his videos. Uh, young creator, go check him out. I think his. Hold on, let me get his. I didn't even get his handle. Uh, no, his handle is Logan L. Robles R. O. B. L. E. S. Uh, on all platforms, and he's just fire. He's just fire. Whoa. Moose, did you know this this creator? I'm excited.
1: I did. I did. Hey, I've seen this stuff on TikTok. Come yeah. On. Yeah, come yeah. 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 i uh, low key TikTok, like I said, has been my, my favorite platform. It's it's funny, and I'm thinking back to the comment that you made about longer content. I don't know why there's some, and sometimes I'm not gonna lie, some pretty meaningless videos on on TikTok that run two, three minutes, and you're just sitting there like, all right to what's gonna happen. And, right. and I don't know, they're so good at, there's so many of them, and people are really good at, you know what I'm saying, putting that up. So I think that's why I'm spending more time over there, but uh, no, for sure, that's uh, amazing content from them. Facts,
0: facts. I'm just doing air horns, right there. Doing air
1: horns. Well, A lot of well. air horns today. You know
0: what I mean? But let's get into the meat and potatoes of things. This topic is uh, near and dear to my heart, I'm not gonna lie. Um, In 2024, we have said repeatedly in this podcast, the importance of building a community. Now, a top influencer that we've definitely talked about on this podcast has made a huge investment to a platform called School, S-K-O-O-L, right? Which is a community building platform. Now... This is interesting, at least to me, because he is, of course, we know Alex Hormozy is huge, successful, acquisition.com, amazing webinars, that whole nine. But why would you invest in a brand new startup that deals with building communities? So... We got a clip on one of his recent trainings for school because he literally announced this like two weeks ago and then started doing videos quickly. So I want to break down this
2: consuming content and you've been on the internet. You're looking at social media and you've been trying to figure out what business to start. You don't need to look any further. This is it. You can start a school community. Now, this is something we've been working on for a long time and you're going to want to hear the whole thing because you're going to be able to win a lot of prizes and make a lot of money. The first of these prizes by participating in the school games is flying out to Vegas with 10 other business owners who crushed the school games and spending a full day here with me so we can take your business from where it is to wherever you want to go. We'll have leaderboards that will rank everyone in real time to see who is making the most money on the school platform. Now. The reason that starting a group on school is one of the easiest businesses, or if not the easiest business that you can start today, is a couple reasons. One is that most businesses require startup capital. This one doesn't. You can start for free, you can use stuff, free tools on the internet, all right? Number one. Number two is that you don't need inventory, so you don't have to to worry about logistics, or supply chain, or drop shipping, or any of that kind of stuff. Number three is that you don't need to hire other people in order to make this business work. So if you're alone on your own, you're a solopreneur, you're just getting started, you can start making money on the internet, using this without anything else.
0: So, the the conversation I wanna have is the business of having an online community, right? Because now that Alex Hermozzi is pretty much the spokesperson of school, there is a, there has to be A huge business side that maybe in the past we were not paying attention to where we were just, okay. we got to get people off social media. But now we got to pay attention to this. At least I feel like we do. Um, Moose, what, what was your thoughts on the announcement two weeks ago of him investing in school and then kind of your thoughts on the business side of online communities that maybe not many people talk
1: about? Yeah, no. I, I mean, I, I think the the acquisition itself made sense, right? It's a a software education tool, if you were to call it that, right? Or a membership. I mean, it's it's. And I haven't used it exclusively, but I I saw a course that was housed in there once. So it's like uh, think of a learning management software with slash membership site and community space, right? Like all in one place for that. So I think the acquisition makes sense and that's why it didn't catch me by surprise. He's been looking for that alignment and then it it keeps building there. The one thing that jumped out at me though, and it kind of just reiterated, reiterated the point because you talked about how much we've touched on the importance of community on the podcast, but also the importance of the brand business cycle. And what I mean by that is because he's in the space, I mean, that transition or pivot happened so quick that I, I think that's why it was so effective. And it really caught my attention when other people started running ads to talk about his move. Mm-hmm. Like I saw, I don't know if you saw it, but there was an ad, it was like a uh, an X, uh, what is that called? An X post or X thread, whatever it is. Uh, someone who was running an ad, t- breaking down essentially Hermosy's Uh, Acquisition of school, I was like, that's that's kind of a big deal. Like when you're now getting other content creators to run ads on their content, talking about you and what you just did, right? Essentially, that he was doing. So I I was okay. I get what what the guy's trying to do is like maybe capitalizing off the moment. But all in all, the pivot and everything happened so quickly, simply because he was in that mode of building the brand, building the brand. And we talk about that cycle when you when you have the voice it's easy to leverage and transition into a business model and people will follow you there. So I think that's obviously an, another great benefit that I was reminded of from what he did there. But from a business side, I mean, I've talked about the importance and this is probably, I think, my, my, my thought around why he did it, other than the fact that there is a, a, a software component tied to it, the other piece here is reoccurring revenue. I think a lot of the industry right now is going to go away from possibly even high ticket or if, if, if it's going to happen, it's not going to happen on front street like that, but there's going to be such a great focus on ways that help to establish reoccurring revenue. And that's why you're hearing that conversation come up or, you know, and, and we'll jump into it a little bit here later about, okay, what is a community and what is a membership? and how can we utilize those two differently? But essentially it's how do we push more forth or how do we put more value toward the client or the consumer so that we can retain them for as long as possible and build off of reoccurring revenue. Mm -hmm. It doesn't take long as a business owner to start realizing that one of the biggest challenges of running a business is when the month rolls over and you have to start back at zero from a revenue standpoint, regardless of how much work you've done. So you could have crushed it last month. You've done great. Okay. Awesome. But then the 30th or 31st comes around, things roll over and then you're back at zero and you have to build back up, you know, to start bringing in revenue. Now imagine in this case, this is essentially what reoccurring community membership opportunities, or let's call them products help you to do is that either on the first or whatever it whatever, which way you process your billing, you start the month plus in, in the green, essentially. You're, you're starting with some form of drop. So imagine starting every single month at 1,000, 5,000, 10,000. And that's just on a small scale. And it could be a lot higher, obviously. But I think when you enter that space, it's a completely different game. And I believe it's also a lot more relevant to today's times because people are wanting to be serviced differently and the reoccurring membership or community aspect allows for that to happen, at least for those who do it really well. So I think it's from a business side that that's, that's how I, you know, see the need or, or why it's happening. But I, I, I love it, man. I mean, I I talked about it a little bit, maybe late last year when I said, man, MRR is that term to, to get, to get familiar with monthly reoccurring revenue or reoccurring revenue, however you want to see it. But that's, that's a, that's a big direction that the industry is headed in right now.
0: hmm If, if I was to assume, if I was just to assume why, why this happened? Of course we are in a era of creators. So one of the biggest problems that creators have is how do you monetize what you create, right? Well, how do you monetize the art that you create? How do you monetize the influence that you've gained? How do you do that, right? And there's so many different things. And since he has fully embraced the creator side of him, he's like, you know what? It only makes sense. Now, there are other platforms, which I'll get into later, that pretty much do the same thing right cuz really this all this is is a platform that will allow you to have a community and put your courses in you break it down to a skeleton of things it is it is just that however this is this was a great move from school because what startups are starting to do is attach themselves to influencers who can then speak on their behalf and bring the, uh, an audience to them, right? There had, there were so many people who went to school, literally the platform, not, not the thing who went to school just because Alex Hermosi said it, right? Cause he is the guy when it comes to entrepreneurship right now, he is the guy to pay attention to. So. And what's cool about the clip that that we played was he's gamifying his influence as well, right? So for those core people, those core people that love uh, Alex Hermose, is saying, hey, I'm going to fly out nine people, nine, ten people, who have the biggest community. For those people who don't necessarily have the money to... Uh, book Alex Hormozzi. Go to one of his events, whatever it is. I don't think he has events, but you know what I mean. They're going to do this. They're yeah. like, Alex said this. This this is where startups are leaning on influence. So I'm I'm trying to find the 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 school games because there is here we go uh, the school games, which is the gamify. Community that he actually created which is going to have leaderboards this is This is what will make people want to start An online community one you're going to show me how to two I'm somewhat being accountable for doing it because now there's leaderboards So I found that really dope literally there's 6.3k members in that in that school games field right so i I want i wanted to break down my conspiracy of why this may have happened because i do believe Mm. uh he's just like yo if i'm talking about entrepreneurship i'm talking about building businesses and i do believe in creators uh let me let me uh acquire uh, a community a community uh software because circle's already taken uh, Mighty Network is already taken, Kajabi's taken. You know what? What's the next up and coming thing? And school has been uh, talked about on TikTok for a little bit from other creators. It's mm-hmm. been is it it's been making its round, so I do believe school is very strategic with let me connect if if my audience is creators, let me connect with creators, get them to build um this this thing. Now, what I'm hearing, is that it's a 14-day trial, but then it's like 99 a month, which is pretty much the basic of majority of platforms like this. Because what they're trying to do is saying, hey, create a free community, learn how to upsell and make some money from it, and then you get to pay us when you're making making money. So I'm I'm not mad at that now. For 14 days to build everything. Cool. Now, I saw this tweet that I I sent to Moose and I was like, oh, we we guess to talk about this. And it goes more on community versus memberships. Okay, so let's let's break down when we think about community, period. I I can break down in a very simple standpoint of getting people off social media into a central location. All like minded people in one central location. I didn't say any extra videos, I didn't say anything like that. You are bringing people into one spot where membership this is where exclusive content comes into. But he pretty much said that I've noticed 95% of paid communities are dead. Rest in peace, there's something new. Taking its place. Memberships are the new internet community. Let me explain. Uh, When 2020 hit, the world moved to internet communities. So Facebook groups skyrocketed to 1 billion active users. Discord hit 100, uh, not 100, uh, 15 billion valuation. All these great things, right? But naturally, people wanted to monetize these communities. Pay us a monthly fee and get access to the community. So not access necessarily to uh, new content or anything, just access to the space, get inside of the room. So everybody was selling a paid community. Money uh, was flowing until it wasn't. So he breaks down the difference between, you know, community and membership. So what's the difference? Let's break it down. A paid community is paying for access to a community. A team is usually a community manager or a founder plus a community manager. Uh, A membership includes things like a community, a paid newsletter, a discount uh, on deals, uh, in real life events, software, job boards, digital assets. And the team is usually founders, community members, content team, product team. So... He's breaking all of this down, and, and I will put it in the show notes as far as this full tweet. But the biggest thing that he said was, a community is a product, not the product. Okay, let me do... And so where, where we look at, yes, the, each brand... Each one of us should have a community. It, it grows more into what is the experience when I, when I look at that and there was a, a graph that he, a picture that he gave with that, where it just shows like community. And then it showed membership and everything that broke down. One is okay. We're here now. Now what? Now you're breaking it down into the experience that you're giving. Now that I'm here, I'm getting access to this. I'm watching this. I'm going through these different challenges. I'm going through this. And the more value that you add, the more that you can charge your member membership. Now, what I want to ask you is what based off the communities that you've seen, not who, but what are some good business models from a community side and what are some bad business models from a community side
1: yeah i mean i think the my my favorite part and i'm going to answer the question directly here in a second but my favorite part about the concept of the how to differ in the way you label and name your products between just a community and a membership is the the tangible aspect that you include, right? Like when he said software, templates, resources, there's something tangible there that people can grasp onto to help them implement the education. Where in the community space, the idea is more about access. Mm-hmm. It's okay, I'm I'm with you on the calls, we get to hang out. Like, I hate to say it this way, but I'm paying you to be my friend but I get to also meet I also I get to also meet a lot of really cool people, you know, at the same time. So there's a way to network as part of that. Now I can tell you why this worked really well. And and you know when you talk about well what was some what was a good way from from a business standpoint. The reason why communities worked really well dating up to 2020, even a little bit after, it's because it allowed you to separate the people who were really about it from the, from those who wanted to pretend. Right. Mm -hmm. So for the most part, especially as high tickets started to increase, there's the, as the ticket got higher, more people fell out and you got the core group of people in the room together to really sit down and mastermind. And I think that's where a lot of those really great relationships are forged to then open up opportunity for collaboration and partnership and a lot of these other things that we talk about. You really don't get the chance to do them until you have access to such rooms. And that's why that uh, model was so successful for a long time, right? That's where communities were successful for a long time. But now as people are starting to realize that, okay, I'm not just interested in Meeting and connecting and again by no by no way am I trying to downplay the importance of relationships, but I just think With the way AI has accelerated so quickly over the last six months, you don't need to go to people for basic education anymore Yes, you can get it at at with in your fingertips You can get you know some of the most high-level things even from what your favorite influencer or thought leader would have said in his book right through AI It's like, what did so-and-so say about this in his book? And you don't have to read the book and you're going to get it in less than a minute. Mm -hmm. So I think that's part of the reason why you're starting to see a decline in community. And then people are looking for, well, what's that real tangible thing that you're going to give me that is going to go beyond just being on a call with you or just meeting and building relationship with you. So not many people can pull off the community model anymore. you know, for that reason. So that's kind of where I'm seeing, you know, those pros and cons of, of both sides.
0: Yeah. um, There's one thing that he said in the, in the, in the tweet, where it's like the memberships that outperform have two things in common, a strong identity, which is part of something rallying behind a mission. And then people who are trying to get from point A to point B, a transition needs to occur. I'll say a transformation has to occur as well right Mm -hmm. if we and and this is something that i'm working on right now with deeper than the brand where from when you think about social media and the content that we have to put out to have brand awareness you're nine out of ten times going to attract majority of beginners some people who are in the middle and then people like a, a small percentage who may be Advance, right? Your ideal client. Now, when it comes to a membership, I'm thinking about different tiers and this is this is just being transparent about deeper than the brand. Now we're thinking about different tiers f- to get that transition slash transformation for those people who are just starting to then get more into the middle, right? What is the experience that you get with that? What is more things that is being unlocked? What, um, you know, what what more courses can you get? What more calls can you get? Th- that whole nine. Then from a, an advanced thing, how are you unlocking the real life, uh, you know, the real life events where we're, we, we have our mastermind and that whole nine. And I'm realizing that from a stacking up these different types of value uh, situations is where people will understand the price point if you just give them a community and here are some some videos it's it, it doesn't make sense we we made a i, I was having a, a conversation with one of the team members and i was like yo in the past though well, they said this uh shout out to candace she said this like yo what was created before was like a buffet And I think a lot of people possibly made this wrong uh, mistake as well, where you have all these videos and you go, you know what, let's package this up, call it something. There you go. Right. Not really being intentional with uh, with the transformation, where they're trying to go. So you're now putting a price point on just the value of the videos, not necessarily the value of what they're going to get from the videos or where you're trying to lead them, right? So is, it, it goes more of are you trying to be the buffet or are you trying to be the the five-star Michelin um, restaurant, right? Yeah. Where you go specifically for the Beef Wellington, Right. Mm. And it's fire where you get maybe a, a a certain size of the beef Wellington from the buffet. But because of it has everything else, it, it doesn't hit as well. It's like it's good. Mm-hmm. But actually, I'll pay more to go to the restaurant to get the beef Wellington over there. It's the same thing how you you structure your community, your online community slash membership. It's the same way how you structure it. Are you are you? Gathering a whole bunch of videos, templates, everything like that, putting it together and saying here. Or are you saying, yo, for this particular experience, this is what you're going to get. This is what is going to uh, take you. This is how you're going to experience it. And this is the price point. And you're like, Phew. OK, I, I understand. And, and everybody has, of course. When you're looking at it from a pricing standpoint, everybody has their own budget. The economy that we're in right now—this is why we are seeing a lower price point when it comes to courses and experiences and things like that. Because financially, we just not there as a, a nation anymore. It's just—it's just where it is. So you're seeing a lot more. What I'm noticing in this in this trend is that. There are people who are charging uh, 100, 150, 250 for courses that are feeling like 5,000 dollars worth of content.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm in one right now. Uh, shout out to Steven. I was talking about like the automation of creator, such a really good course that should be worth probably two to three thousand dollars bought it for 250. Now, mm-hmm. but what that brings is whatever he drops next, I'm buying it. But what I feel that he didn't necessarily do or maybe I didn't I didn't join it. You're right. It, but this is what's good about school is that he did a course on Thinkific, but did a community on on Discord. Mm. Where if you can have your course and your community in one spot the upselling that you do afterwards is going to be seamless so though you may have multiple different in a tech stack stack right which we were supposed to talk about we'll talk about another time but in your tech stack when it comes to your audience your community members you may have multiple things where you have a course platform you have a community platform you have an email system you have all these different things but your community your your audience your customer has to have multiple touch points where you're going to disconnect from them and it won't be such an easy upsell as if you find a platform like school platform like let's say circle to where everything is kind of of uh, wrapped into one. This is why one of the before one of the most popular platforms was like Kajabi. Mm-hmm. Kajabi ha- was known for having you could do your website, you could do your courses, you could do your email, everything in one. But it was like mad expensive, right? To where now uh, the other platforms that compared to school is a Mighty Networks, is a Circle. And you're looking at that like, it's a lot cheaper or mm-hmm. I could do a lot more to that. Now, I personally want to try school. I may open one just to see what's, what's the difference because I love community platforms, right? I, I, love, I love that vibe. However, for anybody who is trying to build a community Whether it's free, whether it's free to paid, or whether it's a paid community. And I'll break that down a little bit. Look at the different platforms and see exactly what you need. Not need right now, need for the future. Because your budget is going to make you need Discord. Mm. But what's your brand and how you want to scale it may need another type of platform i'm not saying which one i'm just saying there you know there are different things you, if and, and like i said there's different ways to create a community from a paid one which is pretty much every th- to get into the community to get into the courses to get all that you got to pay it there's there's a fee there's it's a, either a monthly fee or a flat fee however you want to go about it we are uh fans of reoccurring revenue So subscription base is probably what we're going to to say, right? Now you have the free to pay. The free to pay is where you bring everybody in for free, do a free community. This is where you think of it like a free leads. These are leads. When they come into your community, you now have their email. You now have their information. These are leads that then, since they're in a central location, all the other things that you are selling, they are going to be a part of. So that's a free to pay type community, and then of course you just have a free community that is just there because you love them and you're giving back and the value side of things. So just I'm I'm, I'm talking a lot, I'm rambling because you know I love community. But look at the different platforms, school being one because it's just trendy right now. Um, Mighty Networks and Circle, Kajabi. I believe they have communities now, but I'm not. Really sure? No, they did because they acquired a community platform. So Kajabi has community now. Look at those platforms. See what fits how you envision your your brand and your way of scaling an online community, and then pick a pick a community style, and then run with it.
1: Where does the use of or implementation of AI tools, play into, you know, some of the, the membership side of things, because you know, as he noticed, or as he mentioned in that, mm-hmm. in that tweet, the the idea of utilizing software, or, mm-hmm. you know, and I could, I could see maybe, I don't know if the right word is to call them a a, a a chat bot or whatnot. But I can see something like that being a tool. Yeah, that is a part of some form of membership but i'm curious just your thoughts on it
0: yeah so majority of platforms now have ai features right so for example mighty networks i believe mighty networks um circle and kajabi literally have where it can set up your whole community like Everything from courses to community spaces, tiers, it, it literally could do everything. Also, from a written standpoint of what do you say? What are some of the com- uh, the posts that you're going to do? Now, as far as what the community members or the clients or however you want to label them, how they're going to experience the AI side of things, you can, I'll say you can create certain things that are part of your value stack for that comes from AI. Like you could create your own GPT and that the community only has, has access to, right? There are certain websites now that allows you to clone your knowledge and it's it's literally a chat bot like you said that it and it'll be a constant q a Mm -hmm. so that's some of the ideas that i think when it comes to ai but that's that's just me
1: yeah yeah that's good (coughs) Uh uh-oh i'm dying those Talk, I'm, I'm talk trying to a buy I'm trying to buy I'm trying to buy time. For those of you on video, you're seeing her just cough up a storm right now, like uh, mid m- mid response. Just just going on. Oh, off. Hope there's No, some it, waited, it, waited. Oh, it waited. It waited.
0: It waited to good, the good, end. Good. It waited to the end, but it so like I said, I lost my voice. This is literally the first time that I'm really talking, so it is what it is. Um kind of last last question from This topic, you've been in multiple platforms when it comes to building a community, right? Like I said, I'll probably, I'll probably try school and kind of report back to see what it is. So I don't want to intelligently say which one's better, which one's not, what is all the different features. But for you, what are some features that you look for in a platform?
1: Yeah. So number one is a dashboard. Um, I think, I think a dashboard and and this can vary. There are some front end dashboards, back end dashboards, back end dashboards. Think of them as an opportunity to see what is happening in your business at a snapshot. So if we're talking memberships and reoccurring revenue, then I want to see how many active members, how many have canceled, how many have failed payments, right? Like those are metrics that we're constantly tracking. The revenue, it's pretty easy because you're just doing however many people in the community times the dollar amount. Unless you have varying subscription levels, then that's a different story. But for the most part, for me, number one is always a dashboard because data is the best way I like to, you know, scoreboard how the business is performing or how things are going. Then there's always a consumer side or a client facing dashboard that allows to allows them to feel more engaged. It gives them a sense of hope and accomplishment. It really gamifies the experience for them, like you said. And so those are two things that I'm often looking for. We have something, they're not all native in one platform. I forget the, the name of the, the platform that we use for our subscriptions with extreme execution, but it gives us a backend data and dashboard that is really, really helpful. And now we're starting to think about, okay, now how do we start pulling some of these elements that we've put into the portal? Uh, for example, on the flight assessment side, how do we start revealing them? So we, we actually built the tool with certain pockets, in it already for the gamification or for just that dashboard feature down the line but we just haven't revealed it yet so it's like it's like still covered so it's in the code but it's not it's not out and live so now we're starting to reveal and make some of those adjustments to bring it back out but i would say just for one the first thing to me is is the dashboard i think that's such a a cool element because it lets everyone know where they are where they've been where they're going and i think that That's a good, that's a good feature for a lot of people.
0: Yeah, for, for me, um, I'll say one thing that I'm searching for more than, than just what do I need? I'm gonna go with searching for, and then what do I need? I need a really good gamification one, Mm -hmm. not just leaderboards, right? Like leaderboards are cool, but like really something that if you post, you get certain points, and there's like a notification Mm. of that. Um, If you upload a video, like it it rewards you or it acknowledges you in some way, shape or form. Uh, If you connect and follow other members, what are you doing with that? Right? So something that is more gamified than necessarily Having quizzes part of the the videos or a leaderboard of who's the most active—that's all cool. But sometimes those leaderboards, if you stick, d- depending on how it's configured, if it doesn't reset, those things can be um, the the leader could be the leader for the whole year, and you're like, forget it. I'm, I don't. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Like, you don't. you don't pay me. I actually paid y'all. I actually, it's, pay. you yeah, no
1: more. No more of a competition. Yeah.
0: Right. You know what I was so, just
1: thinking too, and when you said no. that, and sorry to cut you off, but no, you it's like a, imagine designing your own algorithm that helps people to get feedback on their content, regardless of the vanity, the vanity metrics on social. So it's like mm-hmm. you're, you're getting like a, a content coach about the piece of content that you just mm-hmm. created. I thought that that might be pretty cool too.
0: Yeah. The, the my whole I've been okay. So this is a convo, probably. No. Well, we talked about it. We talked about it last week with the with the gamify i'm just really in this whole gamify situation with the community if you make it fun they will stay they will engage they will up their level they will sign in uh every single day or time from time more than what they were doing before so Mm -hmm. if if a platform can figure out and and they're supposedly saying school has more of a gamify side of it I'm if that's the case we're gonna look so uh people I'll say this I don't know what I'm calling it yet but probably by the time you're hearing this there is a free uh school community that I'm creating yeah. you may there may be a link in the description there may not I'm not sure yet so just check it just just check if not we're going to do it for the next week. We going to test this platform out and see if it's real or not from especially from a gamify thing. Now, things that I that I look for um one the emphasis of community, right? Um because I do need it to make sure that it feels more like a safe place than just a platform of I can put my courses in right yeah excuse me hold on okay so that's one two um an internal communication so not only do you see the messages but it also sends an email so multiple ways that you know what's happening inside of the community so that's that's another thing uh three live live videos A live stream in some way shape or form on top of that uploading uh, videos that's very important a bonus one is if you allow me to do audio notes sometimes I don't want to do a video sometimes I just want to send you an audio at least in the dms let me do that right um so that so those are and then analytics let me see What's happening inside of my community? What's happening? That's very clear. So those are some of the things that I look for. Oh, payment plans. Mm. Payment plans. Uh, Flexibility of the payment structure of how people come into your community. Whether it is straight up monthly subscription, annual subscription. Whether it is... Uh, paying every three months, right? Paying, um, every six months, whatever it is. Just of the flexibility. Yeah. Um, and I would love a pay what you want situation. I would oh. love a pay what you want situation. If if school doesn't pay what you want situation, they're they, they just may get me. I we we uh-huh. gonna see. Oh, we gonna see. Pay-what-you-want situation. Uh, Circle, I've tried Circle. I'm on Mighty Networks for Deeper Than The Brand. Shout out to Deeper Than The Brand. Uh, DeeperThanTheBrand.com. Please go check that out. Thank you very much. We have the AI Toolkit. Slight plug. But uh, we've done Facebook groups. I can't stand Facebook groups uh, because you don't necessarily own it. You get all the notifications from Facebook, and so you'll get distracted. So you, you deal with their algorithm, you don't really own that that audience, right? I've been in Discord uh, servers, so I've done pretty much every type of community, but if you could do a pay what you want, mm. I would appreciate that. I'd appreciate that. I appreciate that. And, uh, but let us know one, Do you have a community or do you plan on having a community, an online community um, this year? Second, are you going more towards the model of just a community or a membership? And then, you know, if you are on our Patreon, go a little bit more in detail with how are you building your membership so we could possibly help you out with some feedback. So go do that. So. Uh I want to do something different for question of the week. We have questions of the week. Questions, all right? So first, of course, this segment is sponsored by flightassessment.com. Discover your personal superpower, learn how to use your superpower to become a master communicator, strengthen all your relationships and develop the awareness, the self-awareness you need to fulfill your highest potential. flightassessment.com. Um so I got some fun questions because the people want to know more about us. Which I always find very weird. But if you've listened to this long, you kind of like us. Okay? You kind of like us. You deserve it. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So, uh, I got some questions. Really random ones. Shout out to Isaiah who suggested us to do this. And... We each gonna answer this. We got five questions off top. First one: If you had to eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be?
1: Like, uh, can it be? Can it be a category? Because like you, you could give me no, Mexican food all no, day, every so why day. I'm you, built. You,
0: you do this all the time. You're like you try it's to just, milk just it. This is how my
1: brain thinks. Yeah, no. it's just, it's just.
0: It's food, food. Now the food can have, like, toppings, right? Like, okay. this is the foundation, but if you can add this to it, I can eat this for the rest of my life, right? I'll, I mean,
1: I'll, I'll allow that. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm just gonna say rice and beans. Honestly, like, I'm, I, I could, I could have rice and beans three times a day with different types of protein. Like, I'm cool with that. But, okay. but yeah, that, that's that's why I love. You, you, I, we go to Mo's a lot. We got a Mo's right right over here. We go to moles a lot. I to a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, shout out, shout out to the rice and beans okay. crew.
0: Okay, okay. Um, for me, I'm torn. I'm always going to be the torn one. It's either Chinese food, beef and broccoli mm. with white rice. I eat that every day, every day, multiple times a day. If I wanted to, right? Or Or because <laughs> another one popped in my head, like, but I'm not going to do that. Uh, butter noodles with shrimp.
1: Hmm, I was not expecting that. Mm-hmm. I, I thought maybe that. Wawa. I thought you know something uh, well, like. You're going
0: based off the things that I have done. That yeah, that yeah, yeah, I've yeah. been very I've seen vocal. You like
1: literally eat those yeah, things yeah. every day. So yeah.
0: I, I can I can eat Wawa. We, they didn't say a place. Okay, in the say fair, place, fair, I can eat wawa every single day I can, but they said food uh two, what is a hidden talent or a weird skill you have that most people don't know about? Mm.
1: uh man i I really don't have any, I'm not gonna lie i mean i i think I think it's pretty funny that I can snowboard as a kid from Egypt, like that to me is that's
0: good Th- there you go, uh,
1: yeah. That to me is pretty is pretty hidden, I guess. or rare. Yeah, there
0: you
1: go. It's rare. Um
0: I would say, depending on when you uh when you were introduced to me. You may know you may not. Um I used to box. So uh them 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 hand skills are, are different. Are different people. I'll just say that. We left that alone. Um but that's yeah, those that's that. That's a skill. Uh, If you can have a conversation with any historical figure, who would it be and
1: why? Dead or alive? Doesn't matter. Dead or alive. Dead or alive. Hmm. Historical. I mean, not really historical. It depends on who you ask, but I'm just going to go with somebody who I've always talked about, but Derry Jeter is probably still. One of the, he's in a museum the probably yeah if he's yeah, in a museum yeah. historical he's in the hall of fame yeah so he's there in the hall go. of fame yeah but no there you there's definitely still somebody i'll be like yeah let's let's chat for a little bit
0: um yeah y'all all know my answer it's going to be nipsey
1: yeah.
0: he's in he's in the museum we went to dc we saw his chains we saw his fit my man yep he made history I'm, I'm i'm here for it all what's a popular trend you absolutely can't stand or secretly love hmm. <laughs> can't stand oh. or secretly love
1: i'm oh, i don't up. know why my mind just keeps going back to the clubhouse days like i i, I wanted to like fight clubhouse oh my <laughs> like, god yeah i was like no i'm not well i couldn't stand it at first but then i started to warm up to it and i just started to understand the importance of you know being an early adopter on platforms period yeah but yeah just what comes to mind right now is definitely the one that i was not open to at all was clubhouse
0: okay uh one that i'm secretly in love with i'll say is that one that it starts with, I am like, I'm an introvert. I'm a music producer. I'm a like, and then uh, you, you, you of see those, I. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's like, uh, I'm a, I'm a music producer. Of course I, I sample beats. I'm a music mm. producer. I'm like, like, I love those ones for some reason. I don't know why I'm not going to do one, but it's so dope to see. And it's so, I don't know, entertaining for me. Now, last one. Last one. Tell us about a time something went hilariously wrong during a live event, recording, meeting, live stream, whatever.
1: Mm. Okay. So when I uh, started my hospitality business, uh, I had to conduct a lot of interviews because we were a staffing company. And... Space in New York City was very expensive. So the first couple of months in the business, I was doing interviews in random coffee shops. Shout out to Joe and the Juice in Soho because uh, that's just where it was, right? And then essentially as we upped our game a little bit, I started to conduct interviews in WeWork. And the WeWork was, of course, it's a community space, you know, a bunch of shared offices. So I'm, I'm doing an interview with a, with a group of people, actually. There's multiple people in the room and randomly a dog enters the room kid you not the dog poops in ah in the freaking conference room and i was just like what like what do i do and sure enough one of the girls that was at the interview got up says oh this is totally normal I have a dog this happens all the time and found something to pick it up cleaned it out wow and we resumed the weaning but that was one of the most like holy cow what the heck is going on moments that uh that I've ever experienced yeah
0: oh wow okay um for me well I found this well a lot of people did too so I was on live on Instagram and this is probably one of the main reasons why I don't bring too many people on my lives anymore. Um, Or any really, to be honest. So, um, so I was on live getting questions from people, bringing them up. Cool. Right. So there was this guy and we call him like, like the cowboy guy. Right. When I tell you the most awkward, but funny situation so as every as you probably heard because i said i have a girl i'm like gay gay okay i'm we're not we're not we know i don't go for that side but he was like oh my god you're so beautiful you're so great let me make sure you you are my princess my queen my everything i was like what is happening but i do videos let me show you my videos oh queen i love you i want to show you the world blah, blah, i was like thank you what's I, the content
1: question my friend <laughs> right right i just want no cuz i think he just want i just
0: want i just want to love on you you you're just great i just want to show you and give you your flowers queen and i was like um okay thank you cuz Anytime that happens, I'm like, like, oh, thank you. Great. Great." This one was live, and I was just like.
1: Yeah. No running away from that.
0: I don't know what. Everybody's dying in the comments. Dying. They're like, bruh, not, not for you. Stop. Leave it alone. Like, but he would come back in the comments and, come like, Next couple of lives saying the same stuff, I didn't bring him back up. He kept requesting, I was I said, Absolutely, no, we're not doing that. So, no, Dang. <laughs> no, yeah, but uh, Five moments, yeah. So, those were uh, our, our random questions of, of the week. Whoa. So, before I continue to die, uh, do us a favor, uh, one. Patreon. Head over to our Patreon. Shout out to everybody who's joining, uh especially the creator av uh tier, but uh go check out our Patreon. We're asking the Calvin asked and we may have to do this in the uh the after show. He asked a question, but I didn't understand it. But we're going to talk about it anyways. He was like, "How to market attention with without being spammy and become the person you are attracting. I guess what I'm saying is when you build a global brand and finding your franchise player to work alongside with you, it was, it, I feel like it's a loaded question. It was like two different things, but this mm-hmm. is, this is the conversation that we're having inside of Patreon. We've got a chat going on. It's, it's a vibe. So patreon.com slash Nikki and Moose, or just go, and f- just search us at Nikki and Moose. Follow us on all social media platforms, especially YouTube. Thank you, thank you, and thank you. Um, what's happening in the extreme execution side?
1: Um, nothing on the extreme execution right now, but uh, more in twenty twenty four challenge with ET starting okay, okay uh, later this week at the time that you're listening to this. So. Yeah, tap in over there. That's gonna be a, a good vibe for the month of February.
0: That's a fact. And then, uh, deeper In the brand, the AI toolkit. Go grab that. It's like ninety-seven bucks, and you get lifetime access to the AI toolkit to deepen in the brand community. Go do that. Uh, but Moose, final words.
1: Yeah, I shared this uh, just a couple of days ago, and I was saying that you know you move different when. You want to be successful and not just seen. you know, some of the best work that you do. No one ever really has to see. All right. So, you know, it's a different intention. Not always for the people to see some things just need to be under the wraps until like, you just can't you can't hold it back anymore. So, yeah, keep that in mind.